I think you just peaked the whole time, and all I we got was back. God damn it! Anyways, this really is episode twenty-four. Hey, of the Heavy Boys podcast. That hey. was Bailey, and I am Brody. And it's a beautiful Tuesday hey. night. It is. It's a very glorious Tuesday night. Got some we tasty jams. We're vibing. I do have the tasty jams on in the background, actually. <laughs> We've got Bill Murray playing for the general public. From House of Face Healing. Um, face is doing very well, actually. Um, the elbows, I um, went to the physio yesterday. Um, mm. I'm about 20, about 20 degrees off full extension. That's not bad. So... Mate, it's, that's fucking good. Um, so for anyone that doesn't just, know, Brody full sent it down a hill on a skateboard and hit a drain and just McFucked himself royally. Almost died. Not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> Broken elbow. <laughs> tore up yeah, your face. Mate, lost your phone. It was pretty good. Yeah, tore up the bread and butter pretty bad. Eh? I was um, pretty upset. Look, I still got a fucking... I still got some patches there on the side of my face. Which is uh, yeah. pretty nice. Not gonna lie. Yeah, good effort. But, oh mate, I'm I'm super stoked. And it's really funny too, because as soon as I got the skateboard, I think it was day two of having said skateboard, um, I'd fallen off it going down a hill. And um I saved it pretty well. Like I didn't do any major damage, took a little bit of skin off my hand. And I said to my um my coach, I said, Oh fuck, mate, like I'm going to pull up a skateboard. I want to do it properly. And he's geeing it up like, fuck yeah, dude. I wouldn't have even told me about that fucking weirdo. So we we talked it up. You know, fuck, mate, have you fallen off the skateboard yet? Have you eaten shit yet? And then um, literally the, the day after we did um, end of year podcast was when I fell off that skateboard. Like what, a week or two weeks before to the grave? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So we did that too. That was sick. Oh, that was so fucking good. <clears throat> made a, made a trip down the odd bruisey highway. Went and saw some mushy monsters. I, I um I just want to point out though, like um there was a guy who was uh, at that show who came in with like, dude, because I was I was wearing the Dahlia um hat. He goes, fuck yeah. He started asking some questions and I asked him if he was there to the grave. He's like, fuck yeah. I'm like, dude, I was there too. He's like, wait, <laughs> you were the cunt in the sling. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Um, got to talking about the fucking security guards though. Yeah, right. Um, that was a bit of a fucking bummer, wasn't it? Yeah, so old matey boy, one of the security guards just would not have a bar of anyone moshing. Like would just cut it up straight away. No circle pit, no moshing, no push pit, nothing. You took one step to the like, side and you're getting pushed back to where you were. Seriously, hey. Like, he couldn't even get a two-step going. It was that no. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I asked a question to him. I'm like, is, was that just him or is Brightside legitimately the only place in Brisbane where you can't mosh? And um, he's like, eh. Uh, they had an emo night there before to the grave mm. and they said they were moshing then. 
So mm. it was probably just that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because the times I've been there, it's been fine. Like Chelsea Good was fine. Acacia um, Strain was fine. Mate, when I saw Kublai Khan, it was fine. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just that guy and he didn't realise like what sort of show he was yeah. getting into. I don't know if he thought it was like a Midnight Oil style show <laughs> or something like that. But like we were fucking, yeah, we were, we wanted to two-step and fucking throw elbow. I couldn't throw elbows. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and then a week later I did Polaris, uh, Alcohol, mm. Mirrors. That was pretty good. Uh, it was awesome to finally see Justice again. Yeah. Dude, they're set fucking ripped. I bet. And they played some, played some older bangers too. Oh, real? Yeah. They didn't play um, Seba, which was no. strange. No, yeah, that's surely. weird. I thought we played it. They played it for us. They when did. we saw them, yeah. They did play it for us. And then I was like waiting for it. And they played some older tunes. I was like, dude, fuck yeah. Yeah, not complaining. Bobat came to fuck. <laughs> Oh, I'm so keen to see them again at full tilt. Oh, man. And, and uh, Mr. Burke said he was coming too. Yeah. Got a ticket. Mate. Fucking wild I, we, um, dog. Went to Thy Art and he had a yeah. blast there. He's like, wait, this is actually fun. I'm, I'm going to come to full tilt. <laughs> yeah. I was in his stream the other night, Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Was, and, um, Threw him, some, threw him some biddies because it was awesome to see him back mm. on the fucking grind. <laughs> and yeah, he said he picked up a ticket for 50 bucks. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. That's rad. Yeah, because like before it got postponed last time, someone couldn't make it. And they're like, oh, take it for 50 and then end up getting postponed anyway. And Berg just held on to the ticket. Yeah, fuck, I know if I would. Yeah, exactly. That's no, right. We've got to yeah, They were? Yeah, like the, because I'd heard mixed things about the sound from 11 Dive. But it was actually pretty good. Like Ooh, a paint was sick. Um, Deadlines, I feel like their mix was just off more than anything. And then, like, we all know mm. CJ isn't the clearest live anyway, but the band sounded tight. Like, the production was sick. I tell you what, though, when I saw them, was it 20? When did they play at Kings Beach? Was that last year? Yeah. Oh, was it? Was it yeah, last end year? of last year. Like right at the end yeah, of last uh, year. Like fucking uh, mate, they CJ sounded awesome then. Mm. I was I was stoked. I'm like fuck yeah, this dude's like finally got his shit together. But I mean, yeah. classic CJ doing classic CJ things. So that might have been. That was like one of the first shows of the tour, though, wasn't it? When you saw them. <clears throat> yeah, well, they were supposed to do. They did Brisbane the night before. Yeah. Was that when it was no, meant sorry, to be full no, no, tilt, maybe? No. Wait. I think no, it might have been. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Because it was a singular show. They were supposed to do some, like, um, some form of regional tour, and then all the dates got fucking cancelled, except for the Sunshine Coast. Mm. They were already here and shit. Yeah. Regardless, because well, what... I, I know... Because they originally set it up to be at the helm, and I'm like, well, that's fucking sad. No, it was then, meant to be 11 Dive, too. And then it was 11 Dive, and then it moved to Kings Beach. Yeah. And what's happened? Fucking hell. Just talk about fucking hardcore shows in the Sunshine Coast Bay, honestly. Mm. Um, but is the dive bar sick? Yeah, it's not even a dive bar, though. 
like it's a proper venue. It's just a normal venue, yeah. It's not even a dive. Yeah, right. You just walk in and walk in. It's like a fake wall up and then you just, there's the floor. It's, it's massive though. Um, Did you ever go to Crowbar in Brisbane? No. Nah. Because that was a proper dive though, wasn't it? That dude upstairs was the fucking bar, and then downstairs was like the stage, the yeah, fucking pit, the yeah. fucking the area where cunts die. <laughs> yeah, nah, because yeah, this isn't at all. But it's a sick venue. They had alcoholic slushies. Um, fucking what, dog? Yeah, it was sick. Dude, dude, I tell you what was also sick because they they keep popping up on my Facebook feed for some reason or another. And they got Dino Nugget pizzas, dude. What? Where? Dino Nugget pizzas at 11 Dive Bar. Oh, my God. They sell Dino Nuggies. Is there anything they were doing any food when we were there? So it must be earlier in the night. No, probably not for a fucking show. Could you uh-huh. imagine oh, bro, sitting I down trying yeah, to eat I would. Food and... I'm sure I, some I dude was fucking... munching on a pizza at the bar, though. So maybe they oh, do. Maybe. Maybe you just weren't hungry, son. Yeah, that wasn't. That was a big sweaty nah, boy, though. Oh God, fuck! I, when you sent me that photo, I <laughs> physically see the sweat like you're a fucking like just went swimming. Fucking... It was nuts, dude. That's that's so <laughs> fucking sick. No, I can't wait to fucking finally go because what mm. we got trophy eyes next trophy week. Trophy eyes. Trophy eyes, and they're bringing along the boys' wax flower too. Yeah, fucking, that's so sick. Yeah, check them out. I'm keen. Yeah, dude, it's gonna it's gonna be good. My boy Nicky Hargan's fucking um, plays guitar for him, so yeah, it'd be awesome to see him not taking photos for once. <laughs> <laughs> and the amount of times he's played shows on the sunny coast and in Brisbane, whenever I've been there, I haven't gone and seen him. So yeah, it'll, it'll be fucking great. I can't wait. First time seeing Trophy Ice for me too. Yeah. I keep forgetting that because you missed him every other time I've seen him. This will be my fourth time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking bullshit, eh? At least every you get to see the American Dream it. tour before they oh, release man. new music. I, I am so keen. I'm so keen for a fucking pop punk bush pit. Yeah. A little bit of crying <laughs> in the pit. Oh, honestly. Although, if they don't if they don't play fucking anything, at least one song of um, Men Move On, I'm fucking, I'm going to be mm. so pissed off. I want to just start cartwheeling cunts anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. I can't wait. Did but you, enough about the bloody concert Yeah, talk. did you want to kick this off with the top 20? Yes, I fucking do. Yeah, you do, So... Oh, this is so good. I've been waiting so fucking long. I spent fucking hours, days <laughs> filing this shit. And um, the hardest the <laughs> hardest thing to compile actually was um, the record label with the most entries. Ah, oh, true. Um, so what end, how it ended up working out was, um, well, no, I'll just tell you the top three because they all ended up having the mm. same amount of entries. I think it was like four or five. Okay. And this was just artists. It wasn't like songs or anything like yeah. that. Um, so Closed Casket, um, Unique Leader, mm-hmm. and... Prosthetic? We had Prosthetic, yeah. Yeah, nice. The three big boys they anyway. All had, they, they all had five. So that's, and, yeah, that's pretty much three quarters of the 
the list anyway of the top 20. Yeah, pretty much. So that was fucking, that was pretty Fuck wild. Boy. But um, uh, so as you guys are, are all aware, we did a hottest 100, hardest 100, heaviest 100. Uh, heaviest 100 is, heavy 100 is what we called it. Mm-hmm. It's what I called it anyway. And um, we went on a point system. So I submitted a list of 100 songs. Bailey submitted a list of 100 songs. And we just fucking merged them together. Um, obviously, we listed them one to 100, one being our number one song, 100 being the 100 song. And um, we just reversed the numbers. So if it was track one for us, it got 100 points. Yeah. Track, 90, track two, it got 99. So forth, all the way down to 100. Uh, if a song made it into both of the countdowns, both of our lists, it got double points. So... Um, to start at number 25, just to give us a bit of a small recap, uh, we had the Armed Average Death with 97 points, uh, Reflections Noir, 98 points, uh, Spite Made the Please, 99 points, uh, Every Time I Die's Hostile Architecture with 99 points, Bang and up. at number 21, we had Humanity's Last Breath with Tide on 99 points. Have you got any thoughts say, though, about like... those five? I mean, even like the the eighty songs that came before what we're about to get to, we are sick as fuck. Yeah, dude, we are <laughs> fucking followers. Oh like, man, honestly, just like man, getting like, the messages from you like every day, like ten songs at a time. I was like, fuck, these are all six songs. Like, we are the best. <laughs> People need to listen yeah, to dude. us. Fucking nice. So, um, at the end of this uh, episode, uh, Adele. Well, I mean, while you're listening to this episode. Uh, you'll, if you go to the description, you will notice that there is a link to the Spotify and the Apple Music uh, playlists. It is listed from 100 to 1, so you can listen to the playlist as it was fucking intended. Mm-hmm. Um, go check it out. Go fucking listen to it. And also go and vibe to the heavy honorable mentions. Uh, there were the 50 songs that didn't make the cut, obviously. Um, we ended up having 68 songs that didn't make uh, the cut. And I was kind of hoping that we would have had enough to kind of push it out to maybe like 80, but obviously didn't fucking work like that. <laughs> um, so without further ado, at number Let's 20, go. we have at, on 99 points, um, Portrayal of Guilt with Sadist. Yes. Uh, number 19, on 100 points, we had Celestial Swarm's Hammer of the Demiurge. Yes. Uh, number 18, on 101 points, he armed with all futures. Banger. Uh, number 17, on 102 points, Frontiero's removal of the Copper Iris. Yes. Was that a double vote too? Um, it was a double yeah. vote, yes. I think that was my um, favourite track off that album. Dude, I, I, I fucked with Like Wax, but mm. um, this, this song was just too fucking good. The, the um, feature from Ion Disc yeah, as well. Mate, if there was any, if there was anything more they could have done to make that track more fucked up, that was it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, at number 16, on 104 points, we had Wolves in the Throne Room, Masters of Rain yes. and Storm. Banger. Fucking Banger. Hope, my guy. Uh, 15, on 110 points, bit of a bit of a jump there. We had Twist the Knife by Frozen Soul. Yes. Double uh, vote. Man, love um, that album. 
14 on 113 points. Wolves in the throne room. Spirit of Lightning. <laughs> I can't believe um, I beat out uh, Masters. Yeah, well, I, I had that pretty high up on my okay. personal one, yeah. which I will send to you when I yeah. when, when this is all said and done. Um, number 13, 117 points. Now we're done and dead! <laughs> <laughs> Turn styles, holiday, obviously. Um, just uh, briefly as well, did you see the, any of the videos from their show in London? Yes, I fucking Massive sold-out show, man. Wow, fucking wow, wow. Congrats wow. to the boys. Dude, honestly, uh, I I'm throwing everything to the side as soon as they announce an Australian oh, yeah. tour. That mm-hmm. is it. Seriously, everyone yeah. can get fucked. Um, now on 132 points at number 12, huge jump in in mm. numbers and tallies. We have Kaonashi recipe for a meaningful life. Yes, sick, sick. Mate, still, still one of the best songs of last, last year. Last year, yeah. Deserving. Mate, such a such a beautiful build up to fucking wicked <laughs> crescendo. So. so fucking good. Mate, to round out 20 to 11 on 135 points, we have Vale of Myers Outrun. Oi, yes. Yeah. Huge tune. Huge. Yes, huge I'm tune. keen for that new album when we get it. Dude, fuck If it's going to be like this, like man, fuck me. Fuck yeah. Um, now, at number 10, 137 points, post-boredom, every time yes. I die. Yes, yes, yes. At number nine, on 143 points, Wolf King, Triumph yes. of the Slain. Mate, that riff. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that next snapping Mate. riff, man. At number eight. 144 points. We have Pupil Slicer. Wounds Oish. upon my skin. Yeah. Fuck, we're sick. Rager. Fucking Rager. Number seven. 149 points. Structures featuring Mr. Brendan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Of End and Counterparts fame with number six. Yes. At number six. It would have been perfect if that was six. (laughs) Yeah, mate, I I thought it too. I was like, fuck. So close. Six. 156 points. The boys from Knocked Loose with God Knows. Yes. Top five, baby. Top fucking five, baby. Only in number five by one fucking point. (laughs) Gojira into the storm. Yes, the train boys prevail. Yeah, bro. Fuck, that's a fucking wild segment. Hey. Yeah. Love Honestly. It. At number four on 179 points. Watch You Burn by Drain. Yes. Well, so that, how high did you think you had that one in the end? Fuck, that, that was in my top five. Wow. Yeah. Such a sick track, and we should be getting that album towards the end of the year. Fucking fingers crossed. At number three, on 188 points, Chunk, no Captain Chunk, and complete you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Mate, this list has been everything on my mind. I think that was number eight for me. 
So good. Yeah, that, that was in my top five too. I'm fairly certain. Yeah. At number two, on 190 points. Planet shit. Yeah. Like every time I die. And we know what number one is because it was the 200, the maximum amount of points you can get. Yeah. Uh, 200 points at number one. Heaviest song of the year. Emptiness by Gay Creeper. Yes. As if it wouldn't be, though. Obviously, right? Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Mate, the the amount of fucking, the amount of shit we said about this song, like, mate, Mm -hmm. if this is not at the fucking top of everyone's list, and didn't see it a lot at all, actually. Even the album EP, like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like when we did the, um, the factions top 100 voting like no great creeper tracks are even on there like not even this alone that's sad nope i mean their um top 100 was a little disappointing i'm not gonna lie not one of my 10 songs i was definitely mixed on it none of my 10 songs made it in either i mean that just shows how sick we are though (laughs) so cultured super cultured (laughs) we literally are but that was 25 to number one of the Heavy 100, uh, that playlist will be live by the time you finish this episode. It'll be, it'll be live now, actually, yeah. now that I think about it. Go add it while but, you listen um, to this. <clears throat> yes. And then once you finish this, go and check it the fuck out. Um, I also want to point out that um, our, our, um, our 100, mm-hmm. like each of our 100s, and this was an awesome fucking stat. So, and this is just to show how fucking sick we really are. <laughs> there was one minute in total separating yeah, the length of our playlist. So, Bailey's was six hours and 47 minutes. And mine was six hours and 46 minutes. That's wild. Like, how does that even happen? Dude. Because our 100s weren't all that similar either, though. No, they weren't really. Because like a lot of it and, was the same, then a lot of it wasn't. Yes, that's pretty much exactly what it boiled down to. And mate, I had like six different sheets of paper with the songs on it, like <laughs> making sure I wasn't missing anything, yeah. that sort of bullshit. And even better, our combined hundred, that hundred that we've been talking about just now, six hours and forty-five minutes. Yeah, just ridiculous. Like fuck, it is. It's a banger. It is a fucking righteous time. Yeah, it's gonna keep you going for a while. Man, that's an all day rager, all fucking day. And um, I I suggest you guys get around that and all the bands in that hundred. Mm-hmm. So check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Apple Music. Probably Apple Music because it's way better than Spotify. I don't give a fuck. Um. Don't do it. Don't be a shit cunt. Yeah. That's sick. I love that. Now, Mr. Bailey, is there anything you would like to jump into before we go through our first on the list album? Well, do you want to go on the list first? And then we can jump into what we've been listening to. So the first thing I've actually got is um, Zealanada. Okay. Yes. Zealanada with like Zealanada. Probably... <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like you're the guy to lead us off on this okay. one. So go for gold, son. <clears throat> so Zealanada, I like this crazy little blend of like black metal country and gospel and now even electronic i guess if you haven't heard of them before they're a one-man band by manuel he is a french american um their last well his last release came in 2020 with wake of a nation that was an ep um in response to what was going on in america at the time with the police brutality so this is his first full length since 2018 now. or 2017, I believe, isn't it? Uh, 2020 for the album. EP album was like 2017, I think. And then before that was 2015, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> so I want to know where you stand on this first. Um, well, I mean, for, for anyone who's listened and anyone who's like, who knows me a little bit, um, <laughs> You'll probably know that I didn't fucking like the previous two LPs. Um, I thought they were a little bit boring in in the way that their albums progressed from start to finish, uh, not exactly offering anything of major value to me. Um, but when this album popped up, hesitated, I went, fuck it. Um, and now that I've listened to it a couple of times, um, there's a, a handful of things I'd like to point out here. Um, so this does little to convince me that this is an awesome project. However, this uh, album definitely kept me a little more captivated for the whole time mm-hmm. it was on. Um, more so than the previous releases. Like, I fucking tried to go back to I was going to say, did you go back at all? I did. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking into this at all. I, I, I do like... Um, how he's come forth through time to kind of mesh the sounds with a little bit more perfection, um, which I will give credit to. I think that's why this kind of lands with me a little bit more. Um, But uh, straight up, run a race, I caught you and got a Damara. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I think I butchered the fuck out of that. Yeah, Um, that's probably about as good as I'm going to get. God, me. Uh, those are my picks from the from the mm-hmm. album. Yeah, um, they were kind of going a little bit further in the right direction for me as a listener. Um, heavy with like a small tinge of nine inch nails, I, I would argue. Um, mm-hmm. but most of all, they were just fun fucking tracks. Um, I'm a little bit more impressed this time around for the fact that it wasn't entirely what I expected, but mostly just you know, like I said earlier, like a better evolution in their sound. Um, however though where it didn't grab me it definitely like made me throw it away to the to the side (laughs) until something else came on with some fucking oomph and something to kind of go hey motherfucker you were listening to me um the same issues i had with the project are still here uh and instead of shit canning the rest of the album i'll just give it like a fucking three and kind of move on um it's definitely a better album than the last offerings i will admit and I probably will try and go back through this from time to time and see if I can pick out some other things that I like and whatever else. But uh, as a whole, pretty average sort of release for me. And um, I would like to see this go forward a little bit further in, in more releases to come. Yeah. So I want to back your choice in the songs there too, like all sick rages. Um, I caught you is a super fun track and it kind of gives me this like 
2000s cheesy butt rock action movie scene like kind of vibe to it like it belongs in one of the first fast the furious movies um yeah yeah god of damarug sounds like um because he's currently well he's about to be supporting Mashuga on tour like as their main support it sounds like he's just written that song with them in mind for that beefy chuggy riff um death to the holy though i thought was a sick track too like the catchy little hook paired with like the signature black metal highs and then he i think the track after that was immersion and that was the kind of electronic one where it kind of opens up really blissful kind of gets you to put your guard down a little bit and then bam he's like back into that huge tremolo guitar and high high scream a little bit atmospheric yeah but um going on what you said too like it's definitely a step forward in terms of blending the the many sounds together more seamlessly so hopefully he kind of goes more on that like it didn't sound like oh here's a quiet bit now here's some black metal now here's a little folky bit it yeah it definitely seems like a more whole piece of work but for me too by the end of it i think like the last three tracks i start getting like okay i'm gonna put something else on now yeah no, I totally agree with that. I'm giving it a four, though. I like it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Mr. Manuel. Yeah, you've been trying for fucking ages. <laughs> you've been trying for way too long. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, as, as annoying as it has been, um, I'm pretty glad I finally decided to fuck it, bite the bullet, and really see what this album had to give. And... What I was impressed with was that it did off the rip to give me what I wanted. So, oh, pardon me. Like they didn't, he didn't pussyfoot. He didn't fucking ask any questions about whether you were ready. He just went fucking here you are, yeah. and now <clears throat> straight in. So, uh, I'm I was impressed as much as I was disappointed. <laughs> For sure, could be worse. I could definitely be worse. I could have not listened to it at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did you want well, to go I hated into it? the whole thing? Yeah. Did you want to go into another album before we chat about kind of the other things we've been listening to? Because we've got four um, main things we want to chat about. Yeah, I actually want to go go with Bane. Sick. Um, because I mean, as you guys may know, I didn't like the first Bane album. <laughs> um, I, I um. I kind of want to paraphrase a little bit and say that it was um, not really what I was expecting from mm. metallic hardcore. And considering the, the, the very niche space that they've kind of put themselves yeah. into, um, what I expected and what I got um, kind of let me down there in that aspect. But I do want to say... Um, this is definitely a better album for the most part. Um, very short, very sweet album. I feel like you kind of blast through every song until you get to mm. the last seven and a half minute track, which I feel could have just been left off the fucking album. I feel like uh, that was a waste of time. No. Mm. No, I loved that yeah. track. No, yeah, Funeral Sound, nah, man. I, oh, what a way to finish. Nah. The little voice memos. I didn't memos. like it at all. Oh, 
Uh, I I thought you know what I can I can do without this because it feels like what, what it felt I, I get what they were trying to do. And it with loops that back into the front song as well, the intro. But yes, which is which is fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it kind of it reminds me of um, Nonagon Infinity by uh, King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard, where like the first track starts at the end of the last track, and if you play it on repeat, you just keep it's going sick, around yeah. this vicious cycle. Um, I will give credit to the, to the boys though. Like that was fucking, that was such an awesome thing to have done. Um, but I feel like that song was a little too long for what their ideas um, could push. Um, and saying that though, this album in, in total was um, really fucking good. Mm. Um, I, I don't have any songs to pick out because I feel like. Um, one after the other, they kind of just proved their point um, to someone like me who was a naysayer and, you know, didn't want a bar of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember I that. Like... It was when the first single or the second single came out and you're like, oh, okay, like my ears are kind of perked here. I may be, you know, having to take a few steps back on what I said before. Yeah, it was that, it was that second single where I went, okay, like, I think I get what they're trying to do now, and I do. I, I do get it. It does make sense. Um, but um, I think where my conversation now goes is where do they fit in the grander scheme of like this Modern super hardcore. hardcore, metallic hardcore sort of scenario? Because mm. I was going to put um, this up as well. Because for me, give them maybe another release or two. And they're going to sort of be breaking the ground sort of thing. They've got this beautiful own little direction they're taking. Like it is almost very code orange, but a lot more aggressive all the time. I would say more in, I'd say more in the vein of uh, harm's way, actually. Mm. In the sense where like they are definitely super fucking like hyper aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um, But more in like a, um, metal core like gent core sort yeah. of um sort of rhythm but with yeah the fucking hardcore background just punching so, through way too hard my um, selling point for this band was essentially a more frantic alpha wolf yes and yeah. i and i can see that throughout this album too mm-hmm. i really can um and i was actually thinking about this today as well because i um was wondering like what sort of fucking category do you put them in? Uh, are they yeah. are they like a metalcore band wanting to be a hardcore band or are they a hardcore band that's a little too much more like a metalcore band or are they just a fucking hardcore band that people want to like pretend is a metalcore band i'm gonna keep them in that metallic hardcore they this this release more so than Arizona, their previous one has that more new metalcore sound. Like the fucking DJ scratches in this album is wicked. I love that. I want more of that. Give me a yeah, lot more dude. of that. <laughs> um, very slipknot. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like they give this very slipknot vibe. Um and like the vo- sampled voices and like this eeriness of the like interludes and intros and stuff gives a very big early slipknot vibe which is sick and it's got that same high level energy too. And they've got a sick K-Pit show 
on YouTube that you should go and watch too if you haven't, where it is very I much this. It. Yeah. Because at that point, I've the DJ wasn't making any of the music. I don't think they just brought him in for tours and to kind of add that element. But now he's actually yeah. a part of the band. Um, but they also brought in a lot of singing in this album too. So like the tracks Fear and Nonfiction, Magazine Beach, which is sick, Wavery and Funeral Sound. Um, they give off this almost like Deftonesy sort of vibe with how the guitars are as well in those tracks. So I thought that was sick. Yes. And pretty much like on either side of one of those softer tracks, you have these like maybe one or two minute just relentless brutal beatings like killing womb versus Wyoming lights out and inside design. And that kind of like shows you, you know, we're not pushing for the mainstream. We're just kind of evolving a little bit. Like we're not just grabbing money now, like code orange, making all these songs of the WWE and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, how retarded is that? Mm. Um, but well, I don't think we mentioned it before the though. The, um, the yeah, album now name is This World is Going to Ruin You. And it's by Vane.fm or Vane. Just for anyone that was yeah, wondering. Formerly Vane. Yeah. Vane.fm. Um, yeah, look, I'm honestly, I'm pretty happy to give this a four. Yeah. I'm going four and a half. Um, definitely, definitely an impressive release. Definitely want to see more of this mm-hmm. band, but more pardon me in this style um bring bring in dj scratches all the time yeah bring in dj butt scratch i like it yeah um if i was going to pick any favorite tracks it would be magazine beach and then either wavery or funeral sound just those the vibes there are sick i reckon love it yeah i personally for me the first two singles were fucking dope yeah i um I, I fuck with them pretty damn hard, but um, would also like to point out um, lights out mm-hmm. and inside design as yeah. well as orgy in the morgue. Yeah, what orgy a name though, too, <laughs> dude. That fucking out, that song has some twisted up fucking yeah. lyrics, man. Yeah, uh-huh. and um, yeah, it kind of made it kind of made me question some things um about my own headspace. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, uh, did you see this shit going around about them after one of their shows? No. Apparently, happened? like, we're being dicks in the, like, I don't know how true this is, we're, like, being dicks to the venue managers and stuff, and then apparently they like, beat some people out afterwards and pulled a gun on someone. What? Yeah, so I haven't seen any oh, more of this, so I doubt it's true. It's just he say, nah, she say. If, if it was true, there would be so much more, and there yeah, would exactly. probably be an entire community trying to tear the fuck down. But um, I, I would like to say that it's not true. Yeah. Just given benefit of the doubt. Unless uh, they get caught like CJ McCreary, but it's mm. what it is. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, so other Fuck than our four releases, what newer music have you been listening to? Um, so I want to start off with a non-metal one first. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's already in contention for my album of the year. Wow. Um, generally, I have done, when I've done albums of the year, I've broken it up between mm-hmm. metal and non-metal releases. And more often than not, the non-metal releases have ended up topping my list. Um, and I, I, I feel like if I was going to do that again this year for 2022, um, 
which I probably will. I'll probably do a separate, two separate lists, one for metal, one for non-metal, and then a combined one. Um, this is so far still at number one for me. Yeah. Um, and that is uh, Ants From Up There uh, by New Con- Black Country New Road. Mm-hmm. I still need to Dude, fuck me. Uh, they are they are like a six seven piece uh, experimental rock art rock sort of um, outfit from England. Um, this is, however, their last album with their vocalist. Uh, he he left for um, personal reasons and whatnot. And I think it's this album that kind of like reinforces that he was fucking awesome. And if mm-hmm. they really relied on him to write the lyrics and stuff, maybe they're going to be in some trouble. Because um, the way he uses metaphors to push the point across um, for the songs is quite overwhelming. I I, um, I want to find a piece of lyrics from the song Bread Song. And it, this part goes, uh, Oh, darling, I never felt the crumbs until you said this place is not for any man nor particles of bread. Um, so take from that what you will. It, I feel like that's a, um, a pretty backwards way mm. of saying like, you know, yes, you could be here, but there's something else more meaningful to me that is in here as yeah. well. Um, and then another part, from another song, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, you call, I'll be there. What's more, I'm scared of the phone. Don't ring it. Please know that I'm just trying to find some way to keep me in your mind. And later on, everyone will say it was cool. She had Billie Eilish style. Moving to Berlin for a little while. Trying to find something to hold on to. Never text me nothing, but she wants to tell me that she's not that hard to find. And message me if you'll change your mind. Darling, I'll be fine. Yeah, she... So, yeah. And that's just two songs. I think the thing that will push some people away um, is the way the vocalist projects his voice. Um, kind of like Will Wagner from Smith Street Band, where mm-hmm. he kind of like, sing, like speaks things. Yeah. Um, but if you're not so worried about the sound of the voice and you more want to like hear what he's saying, he's a fucking, he's a great vocalist. Um, They've got some saxophones, some trombones, some trumpets. um, And a really just well-oiled machine in terms of sound and style. I want to fucking about this for a little bit longer but um we have other things to get to so uh black country new road ants from up there uh, go and give it a listen if you haven't already i um wow yeah I need a great album um one i've been listening to totally unicorn and their album high spirits low life the australian Hardcore boys are back. It's a very much the same of what you'd expect from the band. This awesome delivery of like a drunken, angry, 
rant most of the time vocally. The lyrics are wicked in every song, tackling just real life things every day, you know, being a bit bigger of a person than you've got ones dealing with uh, like the the weirdos that may be in your family, like the people who refuse to get vaxxed because they're going to be getting 5G inserted into them. And then ones of like just dealing with people you went to school with or people you know and their casually racist comments and whatnot. Like it's a sick album. It, um, I, I, I just want to quickly step in here because this album was not what I was expecting. <laughs> um, like, totally I've sent you some of their stuff before, hey, but I don't think you ever got around to spinning it. No, I, I never did because I just looked at it and went, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I, I wasn't, I thought like, yeah, sure, some fucking parody band. I'm not in the mood yeah. to listen to this. Like, <laughs> I'll just listen to Bro Job if I want to do that. And then I put it on and I'm like, what the fuck, cunt? Like, mm. this is nowhere near as stupid as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. But it is um, like stupid and fun at the same time as being serious. Oh, and, I mean, it is stupid, but like not in the... um. But parody sense, yeah. guzzling stupid sort of way mm-hmm. um, that I thought it was kind of going to go down. And um, when I saw it pop up on on, um, on your list for the Heavy 100, I, I went, fuck it. Like, yeah, coach, that's my song. I'll put it on. <laughs> um, and like, I instantly was just like, dude, what the fuck? Where is this damn album? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, as soon as it dropped, I was all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so many it's good one-liners. Quite an interesting release, though. Like, um, I I tried to play it for um, the boss man because he's like, I'm trying to ease him in. <laughs> um, I I've I bought a quite a few vinyls. Yes. <laughs> and um, I I I wanted to ease it in very very nicely because one of the one of the first vinyls coming probably either going to be. Grave Mind, um, Loathe, and Periphery, or it's going to be, fuck, what about worse they get? The Compton. The Armed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's coming with Grave Mind Compton. Um, on 180 gram, too. Fucking. Yeah. Mate. Um, yeah, my Doom soundtrack's yeah, I, on that. It sounds wicked. Oh, dude. Fuck! I honestly, I can't fucking wait. I've, I've <laughs> bought, I've bought Compton now, fucking three times. <laughs> Mate, I don't think I will ever not buy that fucking album. If there's any way I can buy it, I probably will. But um, going back to the story at hand, yeah, I thought to put this on for him, and he didn't complain, but he was kind of like the whole time, like, who the fuck <laughs> decided letting these guys have enough money to record an album was a good idea. Like, what the fuck? It's good. It's such a good album. Really fun. Like, one just sit there and read the lyrics too, but also just bop around too because there's some sick riffs. And they're playing the coast at the end of the month and I'm hoping I can go and see them, that nothing clashes with them. Yeah, what date is that? I'll have to double check, but it's like a few days before or after trophies, Trophy Eyes, I think. Oh, fuck, I've got to lock it in now then. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sunday the 27th. Oh, I, I could totally do that. Yeah, and Trophy's Eyes is Thursday the 24th, so yeah, three days after. Yeah, I, I can do the Sunday. That's yeah. 
Um, oh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about that one before we move on? No. Fuck sick no, album. I'm, I'm all good. It. it is a sick album. <laughs> totally <laughs> unicorn. What the fuck? Um, um, I also want to quickly give a shout out to uh, Introvert. Uh, I've, I've kind of been waiting for this album since I fucking fell into their radar back in 2017. Mm. Um, they first they first dropped a single from, from this album in 2019. So, what, three years later, we finally get the album. Um, they, they put out, well, they said, you know, budget, budget restrictions and uh, the lockdown didn't really help. I'm fairly certain they're based in the UK. Mm. Um, they had a massive lockdown. But, yeah, fuck yeah. So, uh, but I also could be wrong about the UK thing. I don't know. I'll go fucking myself. Um, but they are very much in the heart, like the fucking emo beatdown sort of style. Very abrasive, very loud, crunching guitars, and not a lot of sense is to be made from the way that the instruments are compiled together. Uh, very monotone vocalists, but I feel like. Uh, the lyrical content, in a way, is what actually pushes this forward for me. A lot of feeling of helplessness and um, a lot of uh, unrequited feelings for, you know, let's just go with people because you never know these days. Um, a lot of heartache and a lot of internal pressure on top of the, uh, the weight of the outside world. So uh, what was your exit plan uh, is, there, is this album that I am talking about. Got features from um, Meredith and John from fucking Victims, yeah. Mr. Alex and, uh, from Black Tongue, and um, Marta Defiled uh, made an appearance. Uh, very short verses um, from those guys, to be very honest. Uh, a little bit disappointed about that, but it's great to hear Alex on yeah. another track. Um, if you if you are into the super fucking super low tuned guitars and the abrasiveness that comes with the beat down um, math core sort of thing, pardon me. Give these guys a listen. Uh, introvert. Pardon me. What was your exit plan? Nice. Um. One we got super recently um, is an EP by Werewolves, Australian death metal band, and their album, uh, EP <laughs> Death Metal. <laughs> Fucking sick little piece this one was. I tell you what, though, because I, I'm pretty sure you're probably going to bring up, and I want to beat you to the punch, Christ Raping Black Metal is not a black metal song, and I'm disappointed. But Thoughts? it's still sick as fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. I was hoping it was like at least heavily black and death i didn't think we were going to get an actual black metal song but man what a title christ raping last beat <laughs> so right. good mate oh. fuck. back at the, it after the album guys, last year yeah man they uh they didn't fucking stop by the oh. sound of it um and it doesn't necessarily feel like um they were off cuts either. I feel like this was kind of more to what they were going to bring out anyway, but yeah. not off cuts, which no. is fucking fantastic. Well, they don't sound like off cuts, regardless no. of whether they could be or not. 
So I, I was super stoked when you said that through. I was like, fuck yeah, dog. Um, <laughs> I completely forgot it was minutes. coming out too because I don't think they did any pre-releases for it because I tried searching for it when I saw the promo and it wasn't out. Yeah, well, I didn't even know it was out until you sent it through. So <laughs> I'll cop that. Um, but 18 minutes, four tracks. It's a pretty short one, but mm-hmm. it's um, it leaves its mark. And I'm um, very happy you sent this one through. I'm not going to lie. Atta boy. Um, Haunted Shores and Void. So the side project yeah, for I, Periphery Guitarist. Banging little instrumental album. I didn't really album. give this one a listen. So okay. you can take the rain on this one. I, I put it on and was like, fuck yeah, that was dope. But mm. I... um, I was a bit the same, but yeah, it's kind sick. Because it came out on the same day as Angel Maker, which I want to mm-hmm. give a shout to. So you go forth with this one. I don't have a whole lot to say, just that if you enjoy Periphery, you're going to love this. Sick little techy genty riffs. It's a sexy saxophone solo to end the song. Like the album, I mean, what more could you want? It almost has like it's it's like a bit, I don't know, heavier than a lot of periphery we've been getting. I feel like it they can kind of get away with it though because Mm -hmm. it's instrumental. Yeah. Um but I also want to point out that Sentient Glow was actually a Haunted Shore song. Oh, was it? Oh, no, that it is was right. a Haunted I remember Shore hearing song. that. Yeah, it was a Haunted Shores song before they turned it into a periphery song. Yeah. So if, if we ever get lucky, maybe one of these songs could get mm-hmm. turned into a periphery song. And they don't have to do a whole lot of work because they would have used Nolly's bass tracks from exactly. fucking... They would have just used his automatic fucking AI bass tracks they've already got matt halpern's fucking drum, drum tracks yeah. which dude which sounds so fucking good like mm-hmm. if, if there is if there is one thing i have to say about this album it's that this really proves that they are perfect businessmen mm-hmm. like they've got it all figured out they don't have to rely on buying other shit they've already got it right yeah renting studios there. getting gear getting an actual drummer like, they've already got it. They've got the fucking Easy Drummer, fucking Matt Halpern thing. So it already sounds like a periphery track. Mm-hmm. And that's until you realize that Spencer's not fucking <laughs> soaring on the track. It's just deadly fucking riffs and fucking banging mm-hmm. solos from Mr. Marky Holcomb and Mr. Misha. So good. It was very good. And uh, before we go... On to the rest of the albums. I just want to give a shout out to Angel Maker for dropping what what I would argue is probably one of the best deathcore releases this year, outside yeah, of maybe one other one. Um, I would like to say though, if you kind of weren't sold on Angel Maker before, I don't know how much this is going mm. to continue to sell you. However, I do feel like this is one of those things where, like, Will Ramos is massive for how fucking insane his vocals are, right? Same with Dickie Allen and, you know, let's let's throw Tom Barber into the mix because his fucking, his screams are insane. Yeah. And I feel like um, the duality between the two vocalists, Casey and Reese. so not Reese, I'm thinking of Babarusa. I can't remember the other dude's fucking name from um, uh, Angel Makeup. It's... You know, fucking rip. 
eat shit. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, I, the duality between the two vocalists from Angel Maker, like you can you can differentiate the two. They don't sound the same, and they offer different things at certain times, which I think adds a little bit more. Um, adds a few more levels to each track besides just fucking crushing riffs, breakdowns, and fucking two hundred beats per minute fucking blast beats. Um, out of I think they released eight singles prior to this album. Um, eight, which haven't yet yeah, eight singles that they released in twos. So think of okay. uh, Acacia Strain's yeah. "Slow Decay," mm-hmm. and then add, but they didn't Acacia Strain. I think I think um, sorry, I think Angel Maker ended up dropping fourteen tracks, not twelve. So you ended up getting six okay. more tracks. But I could yeah. I could be wrong. I think it is just twelve. But regardless, um, the four tracks that we didn't get to hear um, break up the already released singles pretty well. And they, they didn't throw those eight tracks in the release order. They kind of mm-hmm. broke them up and swapped them around. So oh, cool. um, it doesn't really leave a whole lot of... No, I've yeah. heard this before. It kind of went, That's fuck good. yeah, I get to listen to this again in a different way. Yeah. So... I really appreciated that. And that album by Angel Maker is called Sanctum. Uh, give that shit a fucking spin. And while you're at it, fucking go into the backyard, jump the neighbor's fence, fucking spin kick their fucking dog and go and fucking dig holes in the next one's backyard. Because this shit fucking pounds hard. Um, the last one I wanted to quickly, like very quickly shout out was um, Assassins by Celeste. You summed it up perfectly in saying they essentially just blackened humanity's last breath they are yeah that doesn't sell you i don't know what will go listen to it celeste no that shit was fucking tight yeah and man, in I the love same, that. And, and in the same way where like um fuck bill jada now just did the whole album in swedish these mm-hmm. guys are in french right yeah like Dude, you don't even need to understand what the fuck's going on. You just need to know that these guys mean fucking business and there's no stopping them. They don't care about your fucking safe words. They are just here to fuck hard and they do it. Yeah, it's non-stop. sick, listen. Um, one, one more album I want to give a shout out to before we jump into a couple of singles that I found or were pretty good. Um. I want to give a shout out to Dali Thundering Concept. Mm. Um, God is dead. Bang an album. Uh, sorry, All My- Almighty Men. God is dead. One of those two. I can't fucking remember off the top of my head. But that album fucking rips hard. Um, yeah, as soon as I heard it, I had to send it straight over to you because I knew this was right up your alley. I didn't even realize they were dropping an album. Mm. So as soon as it came through, I was like, "Oh shit, fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Bumped it straight on. Was just head banging the whole way. Dude, Rio needs to fucking to pull say. his game game out for fucking Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. That man has some beefy fucking lows and yeah. he doesn't use them for the boys. Mm-hmm. Which makes me very butt sad. Mm. But um, for Genty boys in the metalcore sort of realm, give this one a listen. I want to give a shout out to the final song on that album, which is just so fucking good like it is the ultimate crescendo to a very short album to be honest i think it's like 32 or 35 minutes long um Mm. 
So you you got to make the most of it while it's there. And I feel like the songs leading up to this last one, mate, it, it, it all blends in so well. So the Dali Thundering concept, whatever album name they dropped this year, <laughs> mm. um, I'm pretty sure it's um, Almighty Men, but because they repeat that the fucking that line the whole way through, yeah. through that album, so I'm I'm fairly certain that's what it is. Go and give that shit a fucking listen. Sweet. Um, Darko. Mm, I see. I haven't single. listened to this yet. Dude, if you liked Donna, this mm. shit is like on par with that. Ooh. I want to hear more of Tom Barber singing. Like so badly. Um, I feel like they did waste a lot of the runtime on this track. Um, just building up atmosphere in the first like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an actual instrument played until like the 40 second mark, which I'm oh. like, eh, it's, it's like a three and a half minute track like you didn't need to waste my time like that but what is there is super valuable and i fucking i mean tom barber singing give me more of it please uh rory had an awesome feature as well i think that's the best i've heard him sound in a little while but he's already an amazing vocalist and a pretty mediocre band so look take what you want out of that statement uh but that song is called come home by Darko US featuring Rory Rodriguez. Uh, bump that shit hard. Um, Greyhaven released a few more singles for their upcoming album. That's quite notable. Um, what else have I got? We got that Scumfuck album. Half yeah, we did. Released their album. All That Was Promised, that was sick. Wounded Touch released their album. Got new songs from Kublai Khan. That EP is going to smack. Pale Face dropped new songs. Mouth Breather dropped a new song. Left to Suffer dropped a new song. Those two are on the same day. The Blood Incantation album sucks. <laughs> Malevolence dropped a new song from their upcoming album. We got our fucking uh... raging track from Stray from the Par. We did. Man, guillotine. Fuck movie. Fuck movie. Uh, I, I also just want to point out, Miss May I came back with a fucking huge track too. Um, definitely still stuck in the 2000s, but I fucking rated this so hard. Um, and I also want to uh, give a quick shout out to Alexis on Fire. Finally. Finally, 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 after so fucking long coming out with a new album that'll be out earlier or later on in this year, their song was called Sweet Dreams of Otherness. Um, and also, um, Crown Magnetar dropped yeah. some songs. I forgot about that. First of all, what the fuck? They dude, don't sleep. This, dude, these fucking guys, man. And shit, mate, Nick Arthur. Holy <laughs> shit. What, what did we do to get such a fucking insane vocalist who's not even singing songs for his own band? Yeah. Like, what? Hello? <laughs> Man, fuck. Um, we got a new Void of Vision song. I thought it was mid. Dominatrix? Yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty, like... Mid tier, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
not that I was like insanely disappointed by it, but I was like, eh. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, I I'll tell cool. you what I was disappointed by though. And I mean, I'm the sure you will agree with me album. here. I didn't even bother. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, Gravemind's new track. Yeah, me too, actually. Um. What the fuck? Mm. What what are they, what are they doing? Um, I I don't. I'm at a loss for words for trying to describe this track because it's not. It's like they're trying to be a deathcore alpha wolf. I feel like that's what Everyone's they're going just for. trying to copy alpha wolf, uh. honestly. Um, and, and and look, it doesn't hit very hard for me. No. It doesn't sit very well for me. Um. I'd rather think, just forget that it fucking exists. Yeah, I'm not sure of his name, but their old vocalist, I think his that signature high scream is what really set them apart too and just went with their track so well. Like it was yeah. just this absolute banshee wail. I totally agree. No, I'm just um, glad I saw him before he left. Same, actually. That fucking pit at full tilt. Right. Very, the very first the very thing I was grave mind. I was like, "All right, cool, bad, straight in." Um, but enough about that because I don't want to shit can them very more, much more. I'm, I'm sure whatever they're going to drop, I'll probably listen to um, with bated breath. But I also want to quickly point out that Tool did a re re recording of Opiate. Um, mm. That's like a that track came out like thirty fucking years ago. Um, it essentially is the same track, but with re-recorded vocals, re-recorded drums. Um, mate, Maynard, 30 years on. Yeah. Like, I listened to the original. I've listened to this one. Mate, he doesn't fucking miss. He doesn't miss. And this is such a fucking wild track in the sense where it, it shows all of Tool just in one fucking song. Um, Opiate Squared is what they ended up calling it. Um, but Rager, go and check that out. Meshuggah um, dropped another single, mm-hmm. Light Shortening Fuse, uh, Banger. Album is going to be a fucking Rager. Um, what else did we get? Inclination dropped a two-track um, single. We've got a new song from Undeath. I think that's pretty much it for me. That's like really notable. Um, our Moontooth actually, the Rollo Tomasi album and the Mass Worship album. Yeah. Oh, and Great American Ghost EP. Not related to metal, but Pusha T's dropped two oh, banging yeah. singles the back dude's to back. back. Dude, the fucking Push is back, yeah, baby. About time. He's back, baby. Um, but I'm fairly certain Kanye's produced these yeah. tracks. He sure has. Um, mate, fucking Kanye just needs to stop making his own music and just say fuck it, produce yeah. everybody else's in the fucking. Or just start making his music Honestly. like this again. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that's why he produces music for other people. It's just a thousand times better. Um, that's what he gets to being a perfectionist. That's what we get for him being a perfectionist. Um, no, he just needs to stop making chooses. shit music. This is true. Um, and also in the realm of pop punk, we got Knuckle Puck with Disposable Life. Uh, oh, that fuck, I need, didn't even know this. 
that dropped on the 3rd of Feb. Uh, that was actually pretty decent. Um, in the realm of pop punk, I think it kind of, you know, sits, I mean, knuckle puck is knuckle puck. You know what you're getting from them. Uh, they don't really break the mold or do anything different, but I think they just reaffirm their status as one of the better ones to kind of listen to. Um, we're going to get it. I think we, we did get an album from Belmont. They're a bit of a fresher take on pop punk, a little bit more um, emphasis on some electronics in the background, but you know, it is what it is. I'll take what I can fucking get. And we also have tracks coming from State Champs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the latest single that they fucking dropped was with Benny Barlow from Neck Deep. Um, yeah. Cannot wait for that. Uh, that should be dropping on the thirteenth of May. But, uh, pardon me. I think that is it for singles and non-related things for the albums we wanted to get to. Yep. What would you like to talk about now? I'm happy to finish. With, we'll I think finish the on the big one, boy. The big one, yeah. Yeah, we'll finish on the big boy. Because I want to get this out of out of the way. Um, actually, you give it. You give the introduction, and I will put it gently. Uh, are we talking about the same big boy here? I'm saying the big boy is the other one. So we're going to talk now about fit for an autopsy. Mm. Okay, we good. can do this. Ah, uh, this isn't what you were going for. No, but I, I fucking, <laughs> no. Okay, no, cool. I'm, I'm happy to let you do all the talking <laughs> on the next one. Okay. Fit for an Autopsy, their new album, Oh, What the Future Holds. Man, the boys are back. They've brought a few new little tricks with them. They've definitely continued along this kind of like expansive movement outside of the deathcore realm, a lot like Die Art have, but these guys just executed a bit better. Um. We know you weren't the biggest fan of their last album, The Sea of Tragic Beasts. So how are you with this one? Because it is a step, like, a, that was a building block for this. All hail the new kings of deathcore. <laughs> okay. Holy fucking wow, man. Mate, not only a huge step up in their sound, but, a, but the status as the flag bearers mm-hmm. for the genre. Um. Honestly, I feel like this album, this is the album that finally separates them from the rest of the pack. Yeah. Um, it's pretty wild to think that their, you know, their last album sucked very poorly. Um, and, you know, this one fucks a lot harder. Uh, a lot more technical on this offering too. And that's just emphasized mm-hmm. a lot more by Putney's production. Yeah. Um, which, pardon me, again, you know, if we want to go back to Bane for a minute there. Yeah. The king. Um, mate, when, when your guitarist is just the best producer in the world, you know he's not going to let you guys down. Um, so, yeah, look. Um, Joe's vocals sound as good as ever, and I dare say, like, very impressed with the clean vocals. Good. Um, I, I want to I wanna hear a little bit more of this, too. I don't. I hope they don't go down the Whitechapel, chuck it into everything sort of route. But I'm very interested. To I see don't think how they, they will. Go. I'm very interested to see what mm. they fucking do with this because Joe's cleans throughout this were 
so mesmerizing and they broke mm-hmm. up a lot of the tension that they built out uh, very, very politely. They didn't overstay their welcome. No. They weren't overbearing. Um, they kind of just fit into the song and you didn't, I mean, me personally, I didn't even notice the fucking difference. I was like, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. this shit's dope. Um, so that's that. Um, I would also like to give a shout out to Patty and the boys uh, for creating another masterclass in the fucking guitar scene. Yeah, um, right. Big Gojira vibes Patty. throughout. Oh, dude, honestly. It, it's like they went, hmm, um, our, our last album was not good. Uh, we tried to do some things there, but couldn't really nail it. What do we do? And then Putty, Putty just went, Gojira. <laughs> and then Pat's like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll do some Gojira top type shit. And they fucking nailed it. Um, it's, it's easy to kind of be influenced by a band like Gojira, though, when their last album was so fucking solid. And um, kind of being pioneers in a sense of the metal genre as it kind of stands today. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to quickly talk about some songs. Um, the lengthy intro was a little bit too much, but I um, felt like it was kind of necessary, especially considering the, first, the next two songs after that were singles. Um, from here, it's when you kind of realise that the fury here is just as present as the unpredictability that uh, uh, for an autopsy have kind of been known for. Um, they don't miss at all with each song as they pummel through the track list. You can kind of expect fit to bash you around, but I can say I wasn't quite ready for the highs and lows of mm-hmm. this album. Um, I personally didn't feel safe even like walking because um, <laughs> I was uncertain whether I was going to throw myself in front of a car or whether I was just going to spin kick some cunt's door down and just start doing windmills in the fucking kitchen. Um, I would also like to say that um, my expectations um, were absolutely just fucking smashed. I was kind of thinking that after the last album, this was kind of that. That was kind of the direction they were going to head down, and they were kind of not really going to progress. Kind of going to pull a Viata's murder and be mm. a little bit dull, but um, they kept the same direction. They just fucking nailed it a little bit better. Um, so that was fucking nice. Uh, this album is just as good now as it was when it first dropped at the start of the year. And I think it should be in top 20s around the world come the end of the year. Um, and this is also coming around when we said Deathcore is dead. So, yeah. um, mate, the boys stepped up to the fucking plate and they delivered big time. Yeah, and I just want to um, quickly touch on Hosian's drumming. Like, man... There's so many wicked grooves and just, it's not blast, but when he blasts, it makes it that much better. Such a good drummer, especially after going through that surgery, he had to as well to then come out and put this out as his next album. Yeah, man. So I think like, it was like lower man, back jump. surgery, wasn't it? Or leg surgery? It was. Something along those lines. Yeah, and it was either knee, make or I think it was people. knees, which is, yeah, even yes, more yeah. nuts. And that can make him break some fucking people, but he obviously wanted it. He obviously yeah. pushed through the fucking shit. And he got it done. I, I was fucking impressed with that as well. Yeah. Highlight of the album for sure. The drumming. Fucking oh. 
So what have what have we missed? What have you got to add to this? Um, not a great deal. Like Joe is still at the forefront of this record, especially in this scene. Um, like you said, it doesn't take away from anything else. It doesn't get boring. It doesn't outstay its welcome, but it adds that extra element and will help push them to the next level as well. Like they need to, I think, start doing what they are now starting to do and invest more money into their live shows, you know, getting the full production going and like what happened to Parkway that will then get them bigger shows in the long run. So it's kind of that grind for now, you know, sacrificing more money to put on better shows to get you more people to your shows, sort of thing. Cause this is the album to do it to as well. Yes. Like I feel like yeah. all, the, all the albums we talked about today have this, live element to them that'll they need to be performed live in a stadium or on a main stage at a festival i totally agree but i think this is all highlighted by the fact that we've been locked away for such a long period of time like Mm. the 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 way that we spoke about going to concerts at the start of this episode i think that just highlights the fact that like as patrons to these shows we're not the only ones to suffer here like it's the fucking bands who can't tour that suffer the most. And when they get to write a new album, they've got, they've got touring in mind. They want to push these songs to the fucking masses. And they want to make sure that these people, people like us, are fucking happy. They want us to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I can't wait to hear that. And it's now at a point where we are like, fuck yeah, we get to hear that yet for fit to you know come out on tour but when they do i guarantee these songs will slap hard yeah definitely so i i mean if you don't have anything else to add i'm gonna throw a score in oh yeah four and a half wow okay um I'm going a light four. Mm. Mm. I like it. You're definitely worthy. You know, the it's fucking boys. Are it's back. a great album. It just, I don't know. It was lacking maybe one or two things for me to push it to that next level where um, the great collapse was for me. Like that's still untouchable. One of the best deathcore records of all time, by far oh, their best record. That I think they just need going. to bring a little bit more of what was made that album so good into their new sound and find that blend, I think. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree. Well then. Okay. Our final album for the day. We have Venom Prison. Erebos. Uh, and that in, I think it's Greek means born from chaos, which is sick as fuck. Uh, they're a five piece death metal band Ever from Ever England. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to start this one with I feel like this album is going to be my frozen soul from last year. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be at the top the whole way through. 
and then maybe it gets knocked off at the end by something of that eated caliber. But man, this thing has been on repeat. I'll have to check the stats now, but I have sunk some hours into this already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, I, it's my number one. Um, it took you a little bit to get to this album, didn't it? It like did. Listen um, to other things. It, yeah, I was. Um, and it took it took a cyberpunk playthrough, mm-hmm. um, to kind of get to it. And um, at the time, I fucking enjoyed it. But the more I listened to it, the more I was able to just start nitpicking at small things. Um, repetitive lyrics is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, repetitive passage is another is another one. I feel like it kind of the whole album is just on repeat. Um, but each song is a different thing on repeat. Like what they do in the first 30 seconds of a song, they end up doing two minutes later in the same track. If they didn't already do it a minute 30 into the track. Um, a lot of like reoccurring themes throughout the album and a lot of the same lyrics getting like chanted and stuff, which got old very quickly for me. Um, it kind of, in a terrible way, it kind of feels like mouth breather where you you hear one track and go, okay, this is sick. And then six tracks later you go, fuck, I've already heard this track. Okay. And you look through the lyrics and you go, oh shit, I did hear this track. They just changed a couple more things in it. Um, that's kind of what was disappointing about the album because on an instrumental front, it was fucking sick. But the yeah, other it's this things... beautiful blend of like death metal with like a huge dollop of hardcore, but it doesn't turn into deathcore. Yes. And that was what was so sick about it until I really started nitpicking and kind of ruined it for myself. Mm-hmm. I, um, I would argue that the lyrics were the worst part. And because of the lyrics repeating so much, I feel like the songs had to repeat itself a little bit as well to kind of like bolster what mm-hmm. it was pushing. Um, and I definitely that, know what I, you I, mean. I, it wasn't yeah. a um, problem for me though. I can see that not being a problem. It was just, it um, just sucked so bad. Yeah, for me. I get what you mean though, it being a problem for you. Like, I don't want one track to repeat the whole time. I kind of want to hear something new with every passage. Yeah. Which is where I feel like they kind of didn't really push the envelope. Um, but if they dropped an instrumental version of the album, I probably wouldn't <laughs> hesitate to be like, yeah. fucking, hey, let's listen to that. Because I feel like that's what really carries the fucking album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. The instrumentals are sick. Um, the The blend between the two is just so good. And I've never been a fan of them before. There was just something that just didn't click for me. And like as these singles started coming out, it kind of perked my ears up little bit by little bit. And yeah, it's just been such a sick listen. Um, Larissa's cleans too have been really great on this album, but like the ones on Vane, they don't have that money-grabbing approach to them. Like they don't outstay no. their welcome either. Like the track Pain of Oises, 
how it's pronounced is super sick um i like the symphonic element to it as well um like i said with the um fit album it screams that sort of main stage performance like full works to it and everything yeah i i don't think there's a bad song on the album it goes from strength to strength there's plenty of sick riffs the drum sections plenty of little beat down bits oh man it has been a sick listen for me i and her vocals it was sick. the same for me yeah honestly it was for a point until it kind of got i think i kind of tried to find what was so good about it so badly i ended up just finding what was so wrong with it mm. and i think it's my i think it was my own drive to fucking really nail what i loved about it that really made me find what was so terrible about it um not to say that it was a fucking bad album in, as a whole but i probably wouldn't listen to it again unless it was coming to end of year and i needed to find out whether this actually deserved a, a place mm. in the 20 let alone a song in the 100 have you got a favorite song off here no mm-hmm. it's got to be gorgon sisters no. for me uh, i i did like that one a whole lot i think when that popped up i was like slaying through some fucking dudes in some <laughs> derelict old shack and fucking cyberpunk so i feel like that kind of amped up a lot of what <laughs> i was doing at the time yeah um but yeah, nothing's really stuck out to me at this point in time i'll have to go to another listen when i've got the day off or something and fucking yeah. really Definitely see revisit. if it is See whether it really is the repetitive dog shit album that I didn't want to listen to or whether it actually is a a sleeper and it's kind of Jason Bourne-esque and like someone (laughs) flips the switch and it's like actually a rager. But at this point in time, it's like, it's, it's kind of not for me. No, that's fair. So it's I'm cup and a five from me. Yeah, boy. Already sunk eight wow. hours into the good thing. Well, I, I feel like a prick because <laughs> <laughs> it's currently sitting at a two for me. Yeah, fair. And um, I don't know, maybe it's the perfect lawn mowing track. Who knows? <laughs> Gotta whack on those short shorts and crop top and find out. Oh, you know, baby, you fucking know. I don't think there's ever a time I'm not mowing the lawn and that crops up. <laughs> Sick. So our albums today, we had Zelenada with Zelenada, Venom Prison, Erebos, Vane FM, This World Is Going To Ruin You, and Fit For An Autopsy, Oh, What The Future Holds. Yes, sir. Ski. Don't also forget we got that heavy hundred. Uh, it'll be live now. So that is our combined list. Point system worked out. It'll be in order or you can shuffle it, but listen to it in order and have a little lone party. Get some friends around for a few drinky poos and have a listen. Really culture yourselves because we're sick as fuck. Yeah, dude. We are fucking grasses. We know what's up.
we've been dredging through all the trenches of the Necroverse to find these jams for you. We literally broke open the gates of the Necroverse. Stole some riffs and came back. (laughs) (laughs) To just push this fucking list to you beautiful people. And um, I feel like this is it. I feel like this is the one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that so, uh, emptiness is number one is all you need to know, and that should sell you on the list already because it didn't get the recognition it deserved because everyone else sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn fucking straight. So, yeah, that, that'll be live. Go to the description. Check out that fucking playlist on your preferred listening device, platform, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, if you're not on Apple Music, you're a pleb. Um, go and support your artists. Um, that's it for me. Yeah. Mate, buy some merch, buy some vinyl. I just dropped a fat stack on some vinyl last night. I seen that. Yeah. Shit. What an order. Mate, I, I was gonna I was gonna press send on mine, but I've gotta do it in parts. I've gotta do it in yeah. two parts. And um, I I need to start looking at um new places to work Ooh. just quietly. So yeah. um, this will be an interesting passage for me in my own personal Ooh. life, but um, also means my newfound addiction for spending money <laughs> is getting put on hold. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a shame. Um, Everyone loves that. Dude, honestly, fuck me. I had such a good haul ready to go. Um, I'll get to it eventually. But if that's it from you. Yeah, it's been episode 24. Go spin those records. I'm Brody, and that's Bailey. We're the heavy boys. Mate, always a fucking pleasure. Always. Always. Thanks for listening. Never, never, never not a pleasure. Always the most pleasurable. I am not going to lie. I may have gotten a little bit hard um, <laughs> talking about the top 20. Um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's been a long time coming. Um, but expect more from us yes. coming up soon. Um We've got some pretty pretty sound sort of releases coming up. So maybe we'll just do another shit chat in the coming weeks or so. Um, maybe talk about some things outside of music for once. Um, just because I don't know about you, but the schedule's kind of looking a little bit slow. slow. Yeah. Mm. Like it's, there's not really a lot of anything. Not for a little bit, really I don't think. There's a few things I've definitely got on my radar. I just can't remember the dates of them. And like I I pride myself on fucking trying to find the latest shit. And when it's not popping up, like I get a little bit butt hurt, a little bit sad. Um I know for a fact that um Aaron's dropping a deluxe edition. Um with some covers and like two new tracks, I believe, um, which will be interesting. They already did a cover of Muse's uh, Stockholm Syndrome, mm. um, which is pretty interesting. Um, 
They've got a cover of Nine Inch Nails in there and Audio Slave. Ooh. Um, interesting choices. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, so I am interested to see how they do that. Um, just personally. And there is another album that's actually like dropping by the end of the month that I've been pretty hyped for, but I can't think of the right fucking Mustn't be that good. So <laughs> fuck me. All right. As always, it's the Bailey Point. Bye, Dad. Thanks for listening. And don't be a shit cunt. <laughs>